Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 39 of Be With Me. We're learning about John the Baptist and what a crazy, kooky guy he is and the message is kind of kooky and my title for today is John the Baptist Eats Local. Now that's the good news. The bad news is it's it's uh, locusts. So we find out a couple of very unique features about John the Baptist, and they all point to his prophet, to his message. So let me just read this. This is from Mark chapter 1. And uh, there's a prophecy in Isaiah which is quoted. We talked about that yesterday. And then here it is, John or Mark chapter 1, verse 4, John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So it tells us what his location is and his job is. And then here's the response, verse 5, And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan, the river Jordan, confessing their sins. And then this is the part that just tickled me today. Now, John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. So we find out about John's clothing, that he wears a garment of camel's hair. Now, I've done some traveling in my day, and where there are camels, there is generally desert. So that this tells me two things. Number one, that they sacrificed a camel, that, that they used the leather of a camel. But uh, probably second, his poverty, because camel's hair is not very uh, pleasant, at least on the outside. And the third thing it tell, tells me is about... Just the environment. Imagine the environment where a camel survives. You know, deserty, scrubby kind of um, uh, environment. Then it tells us that he has a leather belt around, around his waist. So uh, leather being from an animal and maybe pointing to sacrifice. I don't know. Then we learn about his diet. All right. So his diet is uh, he's the ultimate and original eat local guy, which is... Eat the food that's around you, obviously. There's nobody doing any importation or exportation. And uh, so good news is honey. So that's fun. Wild bee honey is absolutely delicious. And then food, locusts, large locusts. Apparently, my Bible commentary tells me that they're still eating locusts in certain places of the world and just emphasizing poverty and the priority is the message, not in the in the prominence of the sky. Okay, so then we find out the responses that Jerusalem and Judea and, and, and places around the Jordan, so he names a city, a region, and a river, and all are way of loca- are locating referring to places and referring to locations and referring to the people uh, of, of this area. And they're responding. So he, so John the Baptist, as he is called, uh, has a message, and we talked a little bit about that yesterday. The, the message was uh, a message of baptism after confessing their sins. So just a point about that is baptism doesn't 
take away sins. It's a sign that sins have been repented of and taken away. It's not a means of sin forgiveness. It's a sign that I've truly repented, the sins have been taken away, and I get baptized as a sign of this. So, uh, so baptism is a beautiful thing. The ugly thing about it is sin. Now, th- this is the miracle of, of the spiritual walk, is that sins can be revealed, and you get these little tugs in your heart, and then you recognize something that you have not recognized before, and this is the, this is the act of the, the Spirit working in you, I think even before, uh, con- before you confess, confess, is this revelation thing. And then I think the Spirit helps us to hate our sins and, and to say that they're not okay. So that's the spiritual activity. That's the critical spiritual activity that's happening here today. So not that he's, you know, this weirdo eating locusts and out in the out in the wilderness, and doing crazy things about baptizing baptizing people. It's this activity of sin revelation, sin recognizing, uh, being abhorred by your sin, saying they're not okay, and being stuck with that and say, what am I going to do about this? Well. We have a remedy here. Let's go to the wilderness, find John the Baptist, confess our sins, get and, and repent. So that process is of uh, is also mentioned in the book of Isaiah uh, multiple times as sort of a second exodus. So remember the the Jews came out of Egypt uh, out of a place and they went through the Red Sea, kind of a baptism of the Red Sea, and then they. Uh, here are coming out of Jerusalem and those locations that we talked about and going into the Jordan River. So this is a, a second exodus, a, a second way that the Lord is is showing that he's uh, saving his people. All right, so, so my conclusions today. Number one, uh, things are getting crazy, all right? So this is the gospel and things, I mean, not that they haven't been crazy already with virgin births and angels coming to visit everybody and their brother, both in life and in in uh, dreams, but as you can hear, things are stirring. Something is stirring. the 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 spirit is is stirring. Questions are being asked. Uh, sins are being revealed, and and maybe today uh, there will be a sin where you'll say or something in your heart or character or something before your eyes and saying, I'm sick of this and I need a way out. I So that would be the spirit that John the Baptist is coming in. So if that's happening to you, welcome to your little John the Baptist moment. Um, and there's more good news ahead. So stay with me. I thank you for listening today. I'll see you tomorrow. We're not done with the gospel, obviously. This is just the beginning of the gospel. It's the stirrings of these sins uh, that are, are the beginnings. So thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.